Welcome to Killer Kush, a podcast where we smoke and talk about killers, caspers, and cryptids. My name's Nick. My pronouns are he, him. And my name's Claire. My pronouns are she, her. Hi, Claire. How are you doing today? Hi, Nick. <laughs> Hi, friend. I love you. Me and Claire right now made ourselves a beautiful lavender gin and tonic. Claire is about to tell their first story. Crazy shit, right? Crazy shit. We're feeling it. We're feeling good today. I had psychiatry today. I got my meds again. I had therapy today. Look at us. Feeling. Therapized? Therapized. (laughs) How was your therapy Therapy. appointment? Good? Yeah, it was great. I didn't cry this time. This time? Specifying this time. (laughs) That's good. Anything anything you process that you feel like sharing on the pod? Yeah. (laughs) Spreads details of entire therapy appointment. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I have something called cognitive distortive thinking. Cognitive distortive thinking? Mm -hmm. What does that mean? I'm always uh, thinking about what I should be doing. Whether that's what I should be doing based on other people, what mm. they're doing, or what what I think society wants me to do. Mm. And I'm aware of it. But like hyper aware of it? Yeah. Oh. And then I feel guilty for, for not doing things, even when I'm doing things. Oh. That sucks. Yeah, but, you know. At least you have a name to it, and you can work on tools to, yeah. like, stop thinking in that same pattern. Yeah. You know, you just have to find the tools now to apply to that. Stealing your therapist is the best thing I've ever done. <laughs> Week one and you have an answer already. You have that's one all, answer. Well, I don't think that's a diagnosis. It's just um, a a way of speaking and, like, that indicates. Pattern. Yeah. yeah. So. That's one thing I loved about that therapist is that I walked in one week and I was like, I want to talk about love languages this week. (laughs) We just talked about love languages for so long. And like, she sent me real quizzes on like how to find out what your love language is. And same for like your attachment style. We went over that for a while. And I don't know. I love that therapist so much. She's so like, let's do the work, honey. I know. Well, and also was like, I won't make you do things outside of this if that's going to give you anxiety to add to your list. And I was like, that's so considerate of you. Very considerate. A lot of therapists are just going to be like, well, if you want to get help, here's how you need to help yourself. Right. And you need to do it right now. But it was like, we could just take it slow. Chill. See how it goes. How is psychiatry? Psychiatry, I paid $75 for five minutes of a phone call. That's what it is. It's like, are you going to kill yourself? Here's me. No. (laughs) And they're like, okay, do you want to change your meds? And I said yes, but I don't have insurance right now. So I was like, can you just send me a three-month supply and then I can change it with the new psychiatrist? And she was like, yeah, girl. (laughs) Yeah, I can. So she's understanding, which is nice. She also was like, if you can't find a psychiatrist and need to come back to me, I'm more than willing to like still see you. Just let me know. Yeah, she's very sweet. So... Not as, like, detailed as a therapy appointment, which is... Yeah. I haven't had therapy since I lost my job, but psychiatry, it's okay. It's Why is all it I can get my meds. I, I know. Mean, therapy should be free. It should be government. It should be paid by the government. Yeah. But the government doesn't like to pay people... For anything. they find them valuable, but, like, teachers, nah. Nah. Fuck teachers. Healthcare workers, nah. Nah. Fuck healthcare workers. 
mental the government, health professionals. Fuck mental schools? health professionals. No. Anything that's good for the earth and society, the government says, not for us. Sorry, we're broke. We're broke. We can't do it. Did you hear we hit the, the debt limit? No. There's a limit on how much debt we can have? You know. Is there? Is there? I don't know. I feel like there's no limit for my debt, personally. Yeah, I was like, well, and then they said, mm, maybe we just have to reevaluate. Or <laughs> I don't, they're doing something that this is not me telling you what I heard because I truly don't know. <laughs> Blair said, honestly, I don't want to repeat it because I don't know the cold hard facts. Yeah, but I know we've, you know, we've gotten close to it mm-hmm. in the past and they've raised it. And I don't know if we've hit a limit where they're like, no more. But who's they? Yeah, who is they? The other world governments? Right. Like, like, who actually controls how much debt we're in, too? I don't know. And maybe it's just like the value of our dollar is going to keep on going down. Yeah. But it's like, okay, whatever. I actually don't get how the dollar works and the dollar system. Yeah, there was news about like the, the pound and the euro. Are they getting more expensive now? All I know is when I get this tattoo in Berlin, we're going to have to pay euros for it. And that means it's going to be more money. Oh. You don't think they take a card? I'm going to be like paying so much money for this tattoo. And that's okay because it's an experience over anything. But Getting a tattoo on a trip should be mandatory. Should be mandatory. (laughs) When I was in Europe the first time, we tried and we walked into like a tattoo shop and they were like, no girls, we cannot. Walk-ins are hard. Yeah, I know. That's why this time we're making an appointment. Yeah. Thinking ahead. Thinking ahead. Love, love, love. (laughs) Instead of live, laugh, love. Love, love, love. Love, love, love. Um, I have to update everybody on a little situation that happened last week. Please share. Um, So I I talked a lot about a full moon (laughs) and how I was feeling about it and how it made everybody else behave. And there was a lot that I said about it. Turns out, Waxing gibbous. Who'd have known? Who'd have known? Who'd have thunk? <laughs> and <laughs> this whole time it was a waxing gibbous, no full moon in sight. And January was the smallest full moon. It of was the a year. mini moon. Yeah, it was a mini moon. Micro moon. Micro moon. <gasps> micro pig. Like a micro penis. Cute. <laughs> Cute. Like a little button. Little. Like a little button. Um. So apologies if anybody was like, mm, I'm not feeling full moon vibes. What, What is this new mysterious Claire talking about? Why is she gaslighting us? us? Yeah, Claire's definitely feeling gaslighty this week over full moons. Yeah, no, ab- absolutely. <laughs> um, and I really, I didn't intro myself either. Yeah, you said you were a graphic designer and then we moved on from it real fast. Yeah, um, maybe nobody wants to know. I think the people want to know who you are. Uh I thought maybe we can share how Nick and I met. Which would be a great a great story. Um, do you want to start going into that? Yeah. Well, I'll give a little history on how we could have met maybe in mm-hmm. person, but like pandemic, schmandemic. Yeah, the pandemic got um, us. It kept us apart. It really did because uh, Nick and I went to the same college, but did not know that until Claire after. was a commuter. I yeah. was in the dorms. Different programs. Different programs, but we did go to the same college. Yes, at the same time. At the exact same time. But you graduated like a semester earlier than I did, I think. Yeah, I did. Either way, coulda, woulda, shoulda. And then I started dating cute little Nico. 
Yes. Also, my little boyfriend now. Uh-huh. <laughs> also, my little boyfriend I'm just going to take everything from Nick. <laughs> <laughs> First, uh, Katie Spot on the pod. Next, my therapist. therapist. Now, my boyfriend. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, Calm Nico down. and I used to live together uh, when I was in college. During the pandemic, I moved in with... Nico and his twin, Marco. Uh-huh. And the very first day that Claire moved in, I met Claire, and I was like, this person's pretty cool. Our doggies met. Our dogs met, which Elio doesn't like big dogs, but at the time, Ziggy was still baby. Yeah. Just as annoying, though. Not annoying. Just Elio painful. hated him. Yeah, Elio did hate him. I can't blame him. Hey, Elio just has the thing with big dogs. Yeah. But then... Throughout the year that Nico and Claire lived together, we started hanging out more. And then all of a sudden, I was randomly going over to Nico's when Nico wasn't even home because I was just wanting to hang out with Claire. Yeah, it, it's funny. Like, it, we didn't know each other. And then all of a sudden, it was like, oh, I'm stealing you. <laughs> Bessie things. Bessie things. Um, and has only gotten more intense and strong. Yeah. And then Claire moved closer to where my apartment is. Walking distance. Walking distance. And then we hung out so frequently. I was always over at your apartment or you were over here. And then Claire moved away into far off Chicago. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of Chicago talk uh, this episode. Yeah. So if anyone is a fellow... Chicagoan. Yes. Sound off. Ow. Ow. But yeah, Nick and I, besties, and now podcast hosts... Hell yeah. Together. Who'd have thunk that we'd have been here? Who'd have thunk? I don't know. It's a good... I'm glad that I'm here with you, though. Me too. Now we're going to kiss. Now we're going to make out for a long time and come back a little high. Okay? Goodbye. We're back. Hi there. Howdy, partner. Claire, what's the story this week? Um... There is, possibly, a serial killer right now in Chicago. That's terrifying to me. And if this is news to you, that is normal because there's been little to no reporting about it. Mm -hmm. And um, took a little deep dive into all the information that I could find. And what I did find, it was all conflicting. Mm, Of course. Uh, So... At the end of the day, who fucking knows? But interesting to think about, and anybody in the Chicago area, uh, be careful. Be safe. Yeah. Uh, Travel in groups. That is... The buddy system. Yeah. Like, this person seems to be targeting people alone at night. So don't be alone at night if you can help it. (laughs) That's so scary. (laughs) Because you never want to think about, like, I know murder happens every single day in Chicago, but you never want to think about like the serial killers that are getting away with it so many times. Yeah. Like that's the scary part. Like normally when you're like, oh, somebody got shot, it's like, oh, they got caught. But with somebody that's just continually getting away from it and not having any direction or reporting so the public knows to like not go outside alone right now. Yeah. And to be safer rather than not because there is like a serial killer. Well, more to come on that. Because I'm going to actually ask you some philosophical questions Ooh, about I'm this excited. case uh, at the end, too. Okay. So, um, 
I'll tell you the information that we do know first uh, okay. and give a little summary. And then I think we'll just do a lot of talking about what we think it could be, um, pondering the question. And uh, probably throw in like some little Chicago experiences that you and I have. Yeah. Because this is all like kind of around where we live and have lived. So we like directly relate to the story, which is kind of crazy. So first I'll kind of start with a little summary. So between 10 to 15 bodies have been found in waterways so far within uh, about a year and a half to two years. Um, There's speculation about what victims were found in Chicago waterways due to other crimes or... Mm -hmm. If it was the same MO... Yeah, exactly. So people don't know what cases are related yet because of how little information we have and how little reporting is going on about it. Uh, so all of the bodies so far have been discovered in either Lake Michigan, uh, Chicago River, uh, or harbors. Mm. So uh, we're looking around like River North, Lincoln Park areas. Oh, um, wow. UIC and Northwestern. Damn. Like, a lot of students from those schools. It's it's a lot of young men. So almost all of the victims are white men in their 20s uh, or 30s. Uh, so all pretty young. Either students, I'm speculating, but students from Northwestern and like UIC, like they might have, and if you're in River North Lincoln Park area, you probably have more money. Mm-hmm. So... Whether that affects something in the killer's MO or not, I don't know. But interesting to yeah, think like about. Yeah, like the finances, like if they're taking money from them. Right, like if there's If it starts as like a robbery it. and it goes south every time. Well, and I don't think that this is... We'll get into it more, but I don't think it's like a regular serial killer in the way that some of the killings seem more personal, mm. not random. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Fun, fun to speculate a little, um, but not fun for the tragedy. And uh, <laughs> looked at me with the most sincere, dear eyes, and was like, "But not for the tragedy." Yeah, because uh, you know people are being affected by this right now, and like, yeah, it's an active thing. It, and for the families, it's it's really devastating, especially um, these bodies have been recovered almost like days after murders, mm. so. It's really sudden, really shocking. I mean, not that there's any amount of time that feels better to find a loved one. Um, yeah, but it's still hard. And to but, also but yeah. know that they're a part of something bigger that isn't being solved right now right. brings and, another like flame to that. You right, know? like the public doesn't know about this. And all of the sources that we hear from, like in the articles that I'm referencing are also kind of speculating because none of it's come from actual like Chicago police departments. There was like a former CIA FBI agent that comments that they think it's a serial killer, but like there's no conclusive evidence that evidence. Well, and we'll also talk about how, because they're being dumped in the water, they're losing a lot of evidence. Yeah. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's a lot to do with that too. So, uh, some of the bars that I don't know if you've ever been to these before, but Baskaran and Schubert's, they're all places in like River North Lincoln mm-hmm. Park area. Mm-hmm. I think I know I've, Schubert's, but yeah, have you been there? No, I haven't been there, but I've heard of it too. Maybe we should go. 
Well, maybe we shouldn't go. Not now. <laughs> maybe we shouldn't go. <laughs> maybe, maybe if there's ever a resolution to this case, or yeah, crime hunters. Maybe, yeah, maybe we take our little notebooks and we go stake it out for a while. That could be kind of silly, goofy, fun. Yeah, we can get high and do it. Yeah, and we'll buddy system. Buddy we system. We can, can hurt us if we're in the buddy system. Yeah, if we're in the buddy system, we're gonna be fine. Yeah, totally fine. Okay, so. The little coverage that there is on it and like small news media coverage that there is, um, they're saying that the victims are mostly men, but uh, there's speculation that four women's murders can also be linked to this Mm. uh, just because of the way that they were found and um, the way that they were like dumped in the timeline of everything. It just adds up. Basically, It it adds up that it could be. um, So it's, it's not just males, but... Some of the people aren't publicly identified either, and this is, like, so new. Like, it's mm-hmm. literally within the past year and a half to two years, and the end of January this year was when the most recent victim was found. Damn. So, That's like, so literally recent. currently right now. And, it's happening. And I don't hear people talking about it, I and know, I could barely like, find information about it. Katie had mentioned it to me mm-hmm. and was like, we should talk about this someday because this is important. And then you mentioned it to me and you were like, hey, can I cover this? Yeah. So I think the people that are in the true crime atmosphere know about it. But how many people is that? You know, like. Right. Like. It's not the populace of Chicago. It's just a right. certain percentage of people that are actually caring about what's going on around them and are in a community that's aware of that. Well, and when you think about coverage of active serial killers like even with ted bundy and killers like that people Mm -hmm. were talking about it and i think that helps spread awareness for safety reasons so i think we should be talking about it i agree um but interesting that there could be an active serial killer right now that has killed 10 to 15 people maybe more i mean Mm -hmm. who knows who knows? Like we don't we don't know any information about the suspect at all. Yeah. Which is um also part of the scary part is that we don't even have someone to like look out for. Right. It's like there's like, no MO. There's not even talk of a killer. Like Yeah. Any Oof. yeah. So uh talking about the first victim actually uh or no, sorry, the most current victim is Peter Salvino. Uh a Northwestern University student, and then at a bar in Lincoln Park, walking home, um, hours. So he had texted his roommates when he was leaving the party, and he was going home. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the killer is supposedly targeting people, leaving bars. Obviously, they have to be near the lake, but it makes me wonder how they got their victims to the lake because a little Chicago geography. There is a road, Lakeshore Drive. That is a buffer. Yeah, like to the lake. Like you can't just, the apartments that are on the lake, like I've lived in an apartment and this apartment that we're in right now is almost on the lake. Yeah. On the lake. It's so close to it, but you can't just walk out to it without finding like specific paths that go underneath the Lakeshore Drive. Lakeshore Drive. So these people, if they're at bars, means that they're not actually actively near the lake so what happens to these people before they they get get to the lake yeah and that's the question we don't know yet but that's where these people are being targeted and it's happening very quickly too um 
so Peter, who had texted his roommates that he was coming home, um, hours after he didn't arrive home, his roommates um, contacted the authorities. They pinged his phone and found it in Diversity Harbor. Mm. So, like, these are so happening quick. really quickly. Yeah. And I how wonder are if you this getting... person has a car. Right. Like, they're probably picking them up, and it seems like they're going after young men, students who might be drinking or smoking, like, Mm-hmm. are alone as well um so like safety in numbers yeah but safety in numbers really really scary shit and you, I, I don't know how you got a grown man to the, the lake yeah within i think like two hours yeah before your phone is they definitely there. have a car i feel like they have to have a car right. to, be able to do that Right. And they must look approachable enough that you would get in it, though. Yeah. Because if you're, like, some crusty old geezer... Yeah. I, I don't think it'd be easy to get in somebody's car like that. So maybe they look like a student, like, familiar, or... Mm-hmm. I don't know. Or on the younger side. Right. Um, So there was another source that says that it's only two women that have been possibly connected to these cases. Um, And the victims, one of them was uh, in her 80s which doesn't really fit the MO as much. And then mm-hmm. one of them was in her 20s. But I don't think we have enough information to know an MO yet because... Yeah. Maybe it was like going back to the money thing of like yeah. the area that was trying to like... Maybe. Robbery gone wrong. Totally. You know? Yeah. You know what? That's a good point because um, Nick and I both went to Columbia and you probably remember all of the alerts that we would get. Oh, yeah. Uh, I had friends that got robbed in really? Grand Park, like at gunpoint. Really? Yeah. I always got notifications about that, but I never knew. Oh, my God. Yeah. Terrifying. And they literally dropped out of Columbia and went home because of it. Like, was That's PTSD traumatizing. from it. Yeah. Holy fuck. So. Well. Be careful. And they yeah. were in groups. You know, like, that's the thing is they were smoking in the park and because they were vulnerable. Well, that's downtown. Like. Yeah. People live there, but. I mean, even there, you're not even going out that much, but it, it, it it's a big area for crime and mm-hmm. I guess anywhere. Yeah, it can be there anywhere. There are areas that are worse, but it, it could be anywhere, like even safe areas that like uptown Lincoln Park, you think that it's safe, but it's not. Yeah. It's not. And it's just, it's, it, it's weird when it's happening currently too, and you feel like you have no information about it, but these are two victims that I think could tell us a lot about. Just what's been happening, um, only because this feels like the most passionate one that I've heard of so far. Mm. Um, And there's not even much information about it because there's been no coverage, like no police statements. But um, we don't even know the girlfriend's name, but uh, Danielle Sotelo, uh, him and his girlfriend both went to uh, University of Illinois, Chicago. You say Danielle? Well, it's D-E-N... I-E-L? Danielle? 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 Sorry. Sorry about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe it is Danielle. I don't know. Unless I typed that wrong. No, I don't know how to say that name, but... You just said Danielle and it threw me off. I was like, a dude named Danielle? Nah. <laughs> you said Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, you mean Daniel? Daniel. <laughs> and I was like... What did I say? Um, <laughs> we'll say Daniel. Uh, him and his girlfriend both went to UIC, and uh, actually, the girlfriend was killed first. 
Oh. Her body oh, was I think discovered. I heard about this one actually. Yeah, her body was discovered, um, I believe, on the lake. Uh huh. And and he was still missing for a while, right? He was missing. So this is why it feels more passionate because everything feels like really quick, and maybe it was quick with her. Uh huh. Um, and because the pattern has been more male, maybe this person was trying to get to Daniel, mm-hmm. and the girlfriend was like baggage like got to get rid of her to get to him or like some kind of something and it it just it feels weirdly personal and i feel like it's somebody who could be young Mm -hmm. or appear young Mm -hmm. that is like interacting with these people because i don't know it just it seems interesting to me so and then two weeks later uh his body was found Mm. so there isn't much more information about it obviously i think it only happened middle of last year yeah it was recent yeah and do we know how long his he was dead for while he was in the water or do we not know that number uh i couldn't find information about the actual that's probably victims in what i was reading um but i'm sure i could have looked up like reports about the victims but Uh uh, a lot of the people are either unidentified or or still being determined if it could be linked. Um, I actually screenshotted. There was... So this is a little timeline of some of the more recent ones. So like there was one on April 16th of 2022. Um, body found in the Chicago River. I'm not gonna... Some of them are John Doe's. So they still have mm-hmm. not been identified at all. So you can assume that they are a male that fits the... MO. The ML, the working what we ML. Know. Yeah. yeah. Of what um, we actually know. Yeah. And uh, so Chicago River, they were found. And then April 16th, um, there was also a body found in the Chicago River. I don't know if they were found in the same spot or in different spots, but maybe those were connected in some way because it seems like it could be happening kind of in pairs, mm. depending on when they find the bodies. Like, because mm-hmm. obviously they found. The girlfriend, but not Daniel. Yeah, for weeks. Two weeks apart. So yeah. who knows how this person is Keeping spreading them out. Disposing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it, it seems random. It doesn't seem very deliberate. And then April 17th, the next day, there was another John Doe body found in Lake Michigan. The next day? Well, and yeah, April 17th, the next day. And they moved from the Chicago River to Lake Michigan. Mm. So like... Yeah. Interesting. And, like, a little more geography, but it's not far away from the river. No, yeah. The river connects to... into... Yeah. Doesn't it? Does it? I Probably. It does. I'm assuming it does. Probably, yeah. Um, And then May 1st. So it was May 1st, May 2nd, May 22nd. Three bodies found in back Lake Michigan. Back, yeah. Um, And that's actually... So May 2nd, and then... Jumping to May 22nd, that was um, Daniel Mm. and his girlfriend. I think her name is Natalie. Mm -hmm. But then again, like a lot of these people have not been identified yet. So, uh, and then there was a little pause and then November 5th, uh, then December 20th, then January 29th. And uh, I believe that was the most recent one that they identified early February. Uh, So... Ah! This is giving me so much anxiety. Yeah. uh, And actually, one more thing that I found that gave me a lot of anxiety is um, the neighborhood that I live in 
Uh, there was a father who was 53 named Hector Franco. March 9th of 2022 was found dead. And we're like near the Chicago River, but it's like seeming where I live is kind of far from Lincoln Park area. Mm-hmm. So it, it seems like no neighborhood is necessarily safe. safe. From this, yeah. Yeah. And where we're at right now is like just close enough. Uh-huh. So. Yeah. I'm not trying to expose our location. Triangulate us. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my address, everybody. Just kidding. Oh, so the question for you. Yes. Uh, so it's likely that this case is under investigation right now um, because, like... FBI did comment, and I don't know if she's working on this case or not, but, like, I was uh, reading or was watching an interview with her, and um, she's confident that because of a lot of the victims being similar age ranges, race, like, male, is what they're thinking are the ones that are are connected or have something more to do with. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, maybe other people were victims, but... They're, they're victims, but they weren't the target necessarily. Yeah. Um, so there's just a lot of speculation. But do you think it's more important to let the public know that there's a potential serial killer? Or are they justified in not talking about this because it's an ongoing investigation? And there's some things that you shouldn't let the public know because then there's been cases where the killers act out even more to get attention because media has been talking about it. Mm -hmm. So do you think police and investigators are purposefully not telling us about this or like, how, how do you feel? I feel like they're probably not saying anything right now because we don't have any specifics. Like we don't have somebody who's lived that can tell us like, this is what the person looks like. This is how they picked me up. Like, we don't have that person, so I bet they're probably scared to come out to the public and create panic over something that we can't have an actual, like, watch for. Yeah. Right now we're in the dark, so it's just kind of a general be safe out there. Right. Where I feel like if we had a specific person of, like, it's a white dude that's in his 20s that has brown eyes dark hair like if we had like a basic description then i feel like we could be like okay this is the person to look out for he's driving a this kind of car like yeah that kind of thing where like they got with bundy and stuff but us being true crime people we know how long it can take take yeah exactly to end up actually having suspects and to get even closer to trial and there's so many things that lead up to it and i think we're so early in it mm-hmm. and living in it at the same time that it feels weird and gross. Cause I'm sure there was a, there was a time like before Bundy where people were like, Oh, there's, you know, several murders that seem like they could be connected, but because he was jumping Not around and they didn't the have dots, the media. Yeah. yeah like there's a lot of reasons why it didn't spread the way it did so fast. So mm-hmm. yeah. And we're knows? on a, like the golden age of serial killers, you know, like, we're out of the time where it was really alive. And so now, like, I just heard about another serial killer that I think either in That's Why We Drink or Sinisterhood covered that was, like, 2016. And that I was like, whoa, 
that's really recent. Like it's years ago, but it's still like that's a serial killer that's happened recently. And you, you don't really hear about more recent serial killers. Like some are getting more yeah. discovered now because of DNA testing and stuff that we talked about totally. last week. But I feel like... <laughs> I'm sorry, I just started playing footsie with Claire under the desk. Footsie with all my friends. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like we're in a really gray area right now with this case where like people like us need to be talking about it more to our friends and letting the people that it's affecting know, like, be careful out there, y'all. Yeah, and I, I was like really ashamed about the lack of information that I was seeing about it. Mm-hmm. Um and it feels weird being in a time where information is so accessible to know nothing about something that's seemingly so important. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's a sticky situation because I, yeah. I, I get that sometimes like to protect the safety and identif- identity of the families, like you don't want to talk about it and spread it to the media. But I don't know. I feel I like this is more. getting to a point that it kind of needs to, especially if there's up to, you said 15 victims in total, possibly. They're saying 10 to 15, and I think it's because of the unidentified people. And, yeah. Well, and also, like, the lack of evidence that we have on these bodies because of them being dumped in the river. And, mm-hmm. like, unfortunately, like, a lot of suicides also happen that way. And a lot of the... It's important to talk about the cause of death with these bodies. Mm-hmm. Um, the ones that have been identified and have been autopsied, they... Uh, have died by drowning but how did they get in the water in the first place and like it it was clearly people that weren't in that situation i mean they were like telling their families they were coming home yeah i don't know that's yeah that's weird yeah and i think the lack of information makes it harder to even talk about because there's so much speculation that you can do and yeah what's the truth and where where does that line lie you know I don't know. I'm curious to see how much more information comes out about this as the case progresses and as the years go on, like looking back on it and as things that are now sealed come to light. Maybe not everybody, like maybe there was more wounds on the body than they're letting on right now. Maybe there's other things that they're just not releasing to the public that they know but are trying to develop the details of before they release, you know? Right, like there could be other causes of death of some of the bodies um, or like more information from the autopsies, but uh, every like all of the authorities are being really quiet about it. Yeah. So yeah, there there will definitely probably be more to come and hopefully we can update on the pod. Yeah. Um, especially to local listeners because it's something when that's it's happening right now. Yeah. Like it's affecting our day-to-day lives and it's something you should be aware of to yeah. just know and be safe. Because you would be a target, Nick. You are a young. That's so scary to beautiful. me. Beautiful. Young, beautiful boy. Sexy man. Yeah. Uh, I, that terrifies <laughs> me. And thank God I'm never not without somebody. Like, I'm so, rarely yeah. alone out in the world together. Yeah. So, I don't know. I feel safe in that. But also, I, it's you can't feel too safe because that's when bad things happen. Absolutely. And, yeah, just keep talking about it um i couldn't find any podcast episodes on it but Mm. only like bits and pieces of of news media articles and stuff like that so yeah um one other little tidbit of information that i found interesting was um people were comparing this case quite a bit to the fact where when i was typing in current 
serial killer in Chicago, like, searches. Um, Smiley face killer kept coming up. Mm. And some people were calling these Chicago murders. But when I looked more into that case, which I think we should cover at some point. Yeah, um, we should. The smiley face killers. um, It turns out it wasn't just like Chicago. It wasn't just the Midwest. Like it was all over Mm -hmm. the country. Um, But they were finding little uh, drawn symbols Mm -hmm. left on paper by the bodies. Uh, And there was actually 13 symbols in total. But... The most distinctive one was just like the smiley face that they were leaving by them. Um, And it was the most repeated. And I think that would be interesting to cover. But interesting that they were linking it to this. Which, Mm -hmm. because of how little we know about this case, it makes me wonder if there's more we don't know. Yeah. That they're just not letting on. Right. Or that, I don't know, maybe killer switched their M.O., and right. to not get caught and, and this was in the 90s again. yeah so 2021 that's a long time. Through 30 years later right like that's crazy that's 30 years I'm thinking later. like about it like it's kind of it's got to be physically difficult to kill a young male because that's usually when they're, they're the strongest yeah. yeah or yeah hard to like lure in that's usually not the target of murderers which mm-hmm. kind of makes it interesting as well but not to discount the fact that there could be women and why yeah. this is the mo that more people are talking about i don't know why because mm-hmm. it could be four women it could be two could be none yeah hmm. yeah this so, is such like a yeah. my brain feels like bubble gum right now like i don't know i'm so scared but it just intrigues me so much to like actively be a part of it and to hopefully bring light to something that is happening right now yeah so we should do an ongoing segment of updates yeah if we hear more stuff about it we will let you know yeah and be safe (laughs) (laughs) be safe out there walk in packs if you're drunk call an uber maybe it's an uber driver (gasps) that's a really good theory because the amount of Maybe don't call an Uber. Maybe call a friend to come get you. Unless it's scary. I had the most amazing Uber driver one day. Yeah. I don't know. Some people have good experience with Uber drivers. Every time I get in an Uber, I'm just silent. It's usually the same. Usually the same. Unless you get a little special shining light. Aww. (laughs) (laughs) That's so cute. Okay, well... Am I ready to do my three-sentence summary? Yes. In Chicago, there's a serial killer, exclamation point. Be very careful if you go to Lincoln Park area, period. Travel in packs, exclamation point. That's perfect summary because let this just be a warning because of the lack of information that we were given about this makes it even more scary. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. That was a good summary. Thank you. I appreciate it. I've had more practice than you at this. Yes. This is only my second podcast. I know, and you're doing so good. You told a story on your second day. Thanks, everyone. Actually, I I feel so connected to it. Yeah, good. So. Yeah, when you research a story, it makes it feel like a part of you for a little bit, you know? You're like, yeah. I've invested myself into this. 
Well, now I need to know everything. Yeah. It never stops. A rabbit hole. Yeah. I wish <laughs> I could get alerts on my phone. <laughs> Anytime something pops up. Just for this case, up. though. Yeah. Because I don't feel this way about many things. Yeah. And it's also just the fact that it's so right now. I've right never here, experienced right this. Yeah. In a city I live in, my age demographic being somewhat of a target. Yeah. Me either. For a possible serial killer that we have no information about. But the lack of information, considering 10 to 15 victims. I mean, that's the same with the doodler that I talked about last week. True. And it was like, not very many, like not very much information on it. Yeah. And it's still unsolved, you know? So some things do just fall through the cracks. And maybe this is something that's falling through the crack right now. Let's make it not. Yeah. Let's build it back up and let everybody know about it. Well, I think people are getting scared because the frequency of it happening has been mid-2022 to now. Mm -hmm. It's ramped up. Ramped up, yeah. So now's the time to be more aware than ever. Absolutely. Hell yeah. You know where to find us. We're on social media at Killer Crush Podcast. You can click the link in our bio and you can submit a sound of the week. You can also submit a listener story. You can click on our Patreon and subscribe to that and listen to the session. We love you. Love you. And we'll see you. Bye. <laughs>